Good morning and welcome to another episode of Gunner Chat. Today I'll be discussing the hugely convincing performance in the North London derby yesterday and Thursday's away win against Olympiakos. I'm joined as ever today by George and Statman Jamie. Guys, how are we feeling today? A uh, bit rubbish, but uh, also great. Yeah. <laughs> North London is red, but we yeah. knew that anyway. We knew that anyway. <laughs> Yeah, big win, wasn't it? Um, and I don't know, we weren't feeling that confident, really, were we? But um, yeah, very convincing. Um, let's start off talking about the lineup. What did you What did you make of that? Obviously, a bit of controversy right from the off. Yeah, no, Alba. Um, it could that could have backfired so bad, but you know, Arteta is explained you know it's disciplinary reasons and he's got to kind of assert that over his team it's like look this is the way we're going to do things if you're not going to follow the rules you're not going to play and that goes for everyone if he lets one get away with it then the rest will and the captain needs to lead by example um it's a shame it happened on a north london derby but um fortunately it did not come back and haunt us so you know we're it's happened. Move on from it now. Yeah. Um, the rumours are that he was late. Uh, I mean, obviously, Arteta won't confirm that, but it seems, seems plausible, doesn't it? Hope he got that dub on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you always leave your house 10 minutes early on a game day. Just in case your Lamborghini gets stuck in traffic. It's happened to me so many times. I completely <laughs> understand that. But yeah, the, um, the lineup, I was... Pleasantly surprised by. Um, I think when you see that um, Smith Rowe and Odegaard uh, yeah. are playing in the same at the same time, I think you do get a bit worried because they basically want to play the same position. But playing Smith Rowe on the right hand, uh, the left hand side, was actually really really well. It I think he gets lost on that right hand side, hmm. so I think it worked for him. And he, from the start of the game, he was going straight at Spurs. Yeah, I think if I look at the lineup, there isn't much you would have changed. I think I think Suarez offers more than Bellerin at the moment. Um, you know, Partey, Louise brings concerns, doesn't he? He he didn't yesterday in the end, but um, you know, holding seems to have disappeared. Uh, it's a tricky one with Mari, isn't it? Because I feel like. I feel like he would have been quite suited to that game just with his aerial ability. And he's a, he's a big lad, isn't he? But obviously him and Gabriel both being left footed, they're sort of, they want that same role, don't they? Um, yeah. Pepe, William didn't start. I think, I think we're all right with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lacazette came in. Did it, he did captain, didn't he? Yeah. Lacazette, yeah. yeah. No better yeah. in. So yeah, it would have been Lacazette. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, coming into the game right from the off, um, I thought Spurs were so negative. I was really surprised. It was, I don't know, it was almost like they were hanging on to a 1-0 lead in the 85th minute, wasn't it? Right from the off, they were so deep. Um, we had Joy on the left and the right, pretty much right from the start. During the, fir- the first 12 minutes, we had 75% possession. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is crazy. That shows how in control we were. Um, and yeah, as I say, right from the off, Tierney was giving Doherty just absolute hell, wasn't he? I think Doherty wanted Arsenal to win, you know, lifelong Arsenal fan. <laughs> Don't know why he joined Spurs. That awful meme he did when he bloody joined Oh, why didn't I share that last night when we beat them? Damn it. I'm annoyed at myself for that. Well, you know what's funny is that their, their other right-back, Serge Aurier, is also an Arsenal fan. <laughs> There's, honestly, a lot of these players, especially overseas, with what Wenger did over the years, a lot of players are Arsenal fans deep down. I think if you look at kind of any top player talking about you know teams that he's admired – a big majority will say Arsenal, but yeah, Tottenham just Tottenham. Oh, Mourinho was parking the bus before it even left the depot. Put it that way, <laughs> you know, and you know, and they came into this game off the back of five straight wins, I think it was. So yeah. they should have been high on confidence yeah. in a game where Arsenal 
have made so many mistakes whilst being pressed. All they had to do was press us. And let's be honest, the chances are we might have slipped up. But, you know, like you said, they, they sat so deep. We dominated possession for the first 20 odd minutes. Um, mm. You know, we hit the bar, I think. Within yeah. 14th minute. 14th minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just complete domination on our end, but obviously they they struck first. And mm-hmm. I saw that goal and I was just like, it had to, one, it had to be Lamella, Lamella, sorry. And two, oh, that's, that's a goal of the season contender right there. Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, as many goals as we've conceded recently down to errors, we can't have many complaints about that one. No. Um, I can have a complaint. I don't think he should have been on the pitch at that point because he had kicked out at two of our players and nothing had been said about it. Oh, I don't know if he could have been sent off by that point, though. What, for two kickouts, if it would have been one of our players, if David Luiz kicks out a player, he's getting a straight red card. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, we'll, we'll come on to the... Yeah, the they, they played dirty. We, we can come on to that one. Yeah. Yeah, um, yes. Absolutely unbelievable goal. Probably isn't much more to say about that, really. I, I don't think. I think part of the sort of genius of it is how much he's caught the defenders off guard, isn't it? Because you just you just wouldn't expect a shot from that position. No, he no. was completely drowned out. Um, Especially a Rabona. Yeah, yeah, he's nutmegged him. Obviously, I don't think Leno saw it coming. No. Yeah, exactly. I think you you can't be too hard or harsh on defending. That's just that's just insane. All you all you can say is that really we should have scored. I think about three by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Smithrow hit the bar as you mentioned. Long range curling shot. Um, it was unlucky to hit the bar, but I think uh, Larissa's position was quite good. Um, so when you see how much Larice actually missed it by like the window for him to to actually sort of bring that down and get it in without Larice saving it would have been would have been quite quite small. Um, and Cedric had a, a great shot as well, didn't he? Um, to be honest, yeah. it was it was Lucas behind him. I, I was fairly certain Lucas was was going to catch him up, but he held him off, got the shot away. Um, was unlucky Did well to, to keep it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, there's a pace he was coming out with the ball coming in the other direction. Like that could have been in the car park, but kept it low, driven with a lot of power. Unlucky yeah. to hit the bar. Absolutely walloped it, isn't he? Uh, I mean, oh, if Partey shot, it would have been in the car park. That guy needs to stop shooting. His long shots are terrible. They're absolutely like, terrible. He, um, he did all right with them at Atletico. Like he had a few decent goals from outside the box, but we're, we're yet to see that here. But at the end of the day, that's not what we, we've not bought him for his goals, have we? So, <laughs> he needs, but maybe uh, maybe he needs a few sessions it. with uh, with Steve Round, doesn't he? Yeah. Like El Nenny's been having recently. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from the master, <laughs> Big Mo. Um, yeah, obviously the other thing we haven't mentioned so far was Son going off. Um, yeah, it, well, what, what do you make of that? It's he is a key player for them. I mean, that was the 17th minute. I hadn't felt like Spurs had created anything at all. Or they hadn't created anything at all in that time. But he has gone off injured. What sort of impact do you think that made? It, it's hard to say because although he is a key player in that game, it, a lot of them were non-existent. I mean, I think Spurs got better as more players came off. If you know what I mean? Like Son came off injured. Then Gareth Bale came off, and then obviously Lamella goes off. They were strongest in the final ten, but yeah. again, you you can't know what impact it could have had. But no. obviously, you've got to assume it played as a big advantage to us. Well, I I, I think it might not have had, particularly in the first half, that that much of a difference or made that much of a difference. I mean, first of all, it's this substitute that came on and scored. But also, I think Spurs' problem was was the mindset. You know, they were sitting so deep and having, I mean, that front four of theirs. It's it's Tottenham, sure, and we can't be too, you know, praising them too much. But that's a deadly front four, isn't mm-hmm. it? On paper, 
And, you know, Genus was saying, you're playing those, you know, lethal attackers and having them all defend. Um, Bale was absent, wasn't he? I mean, he, he sort of played a part in the goal, just yeah, a, a he... cross, but that was like three, four passes before the goal. Um, I think Kane is exposed a bit without his partnership with Son. Mm. How well they've linked up this season when Son wasn't there, you know, he spent the entire game in our defenders' pockets. Mm. It, it just had no impact. Yeah. Well, he didn't touch the ball in our box until the 80th minute when the goal was disallowed. Really? Yeah, yeah that was the wow. first touch in the box. So, Wow. Um, but yeah, obviously we go down. Uh, Cedric hits the post just after. Um, I, I felt Lacazette had a good half in terms of what he brought to the team, like the hold-up play and the little balls and the movement. I thought his finishing was really poor, though. Mm-hmm. Um he he did have a couple good chances. Um, what did you even the Cedric shot? Um, I feel Lacazette should have swiped at that one, but mm. instead he let it run. I don't know if that was communication because I think it was Erdegaard or Smith Rowe also running in behind him. But, but yeah, you've got I, to think you're the centre forward. Yeah, you're the one that should be taking a shot, not letting it run. If you're in a goal scoring position like that, I, d- I don't care who's calling. You know what I mean. You've got to think, right, this is my chance and taking that. Not, oh, the guy behind me who's further away from goal might ever go, you know? Like, um, but yeah, I mean, the attacks just kept coming down the left after that. Um, T&E was absolutely outstanding, as, as we said. Uh, Smith Rowe as well on the left, mm-hmm. I should point out. Bale didn't really have any interest in defending. Um, so Ho- Hoiberg was getting pulled out into that position. I thought he struggled badly as well he he looked completely overrun um and just just the ease that i mean what i like about tierney is is he doesn't have to do all these sort of fancy skills he just sort of looks them in the eye and just knocks it past him doesn't he and like he's he just knows like i'm way quicker than you and there's really not much you can do about it let's be honest i think he's the best left back in the league people people are saying luke shaw and you know he's doing well but it's a close one. I want to say Kieran Tierney is just a phenomenal player right now. So I think he deadly. can be. I, I don't think he's earned that title over someone like Robertson just yet. Um, but, you know, he's heading in that direction. I um, think if you keep him fit, if he can play a full season fit, then yes, you can say he's the best. But he's. Well, with Robertson at the moment, I just say, well, how many games have Liverpool lost in a row now? It's clearly not doing part of his job. So yeah. I think yeah. top left backs, I think it is probably between Tierney and Shaw. I mean, obviously Robert's fantastic talent. Let's, you know, let's not deny it. But right now he is, Liverpool as a whole are playing awful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're not here to talk about them. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the goal. So what, what, once again, Tierney's just left Doherty for dead. Um Picks out Odegaard well, who's in space. Gets a good touch on it. It was deflected. Um, I felt like we deserved a bit of luck by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you make of the goal? It's what happens when you put your foot behind the ball. It's what Lacazette was lacking. He, he did not make any conviction with any of his shots. Mm. Odegaard actually had conviction with the shot. Yes, it was a deflection, but it still went in the back of the net. And it just shows what I've been saying about him. And I know George is going to take the piss out of me with my Happy Gilmore reference. But my problem with Mo when he first started playing for us was he was having no conviction with any of his passing or his shots. But now he has. It's two goals in two games for the lad now. Yeah. And what I liked about this goal was it was identical setup to the chance he missed at Olympiacos. So it's the one that he kind of um, pulled wide. So it's really good to see that, you know, given the second chance and in an identical situation, he took it. Um, in two goals in two games, he's looking good. But obviously, if we want to keep him permanently, he can't look too good. <laughs> Dan will want him back. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And the timing of the goal is absolutely perfect, isn't it? Again, just before half time, um, you know, I think as as much as this team can be criticised for the mistakes and the go and you know the going behind unnecessarily, giving goals away, um, the the character when we do concede and go behind, we seem to come back more. You know, excluding City, maybe more often than not, mm-hmm. um, we've done it many times over the yeah. last year, including obviously winning the FA Cup. So the team shows a lot of resilience now, a lot of character to fight back. Mm. Um, but, you know, it, again, it is conceded at first, seems to be a bit of an issue for us. So half time comes around, Saka didn't make it back out. What did you make of that? Is he overplaying at the moment? Because I haven't seen anything about an injury. There were rumours that he might have had a bit of a hamstring problem. Um doesn't seem to be confirmed anywhere. I guess we'll get a press conference. Uh, I, I don't actually know when Arteta's doing his next one, but I'm sure he'll address it. Um, he was getting taken out a lot as per. I think Reguillon had a few few jabs at him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, was it... Um, oh, I can't... I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. The centre-back. Thank you. No, it... World. That, I'm just going to struggle for that one. That was terrible. He absolutely. What, takes... what was that? Sorry. Yeah, All the world. world. The, the, the Belgian. He completely takes him out. And the world. world. At the end of the half as well. And so. the world wins. I don't understand how that wasn't a yellow card. Yeah. Yeah. They had a few they got away with. Um, but yeah. Tottenham, Pepe... Tottenham spent more time playing football than taking us out. They might have had a chance in the game. Pepe came on. I don't. I don't really feel like Pepe actually offered loads. I think the sort of in the first half we looked like great down the left, but still decent down the right. Mm-hmm. And I think with Pepe coming on, it really did switch to the left more, didn't it? Um, I guess what Cedric he does go forward, but maybe not quite as much as Tierney. Tierney, yeah, just loves it, doesn't he? Um, yeah, I felt like not really much happened for a little bit. And then, obviously, big moment, Davinson Sanchez in the back of Lacazette. This has been discussed quite a lot by pundits. Uh, George, what did you make of that? Um, I pen think for you? The, it is a pen. I think the irony is, if Lacazette actually connected with the shot well, uh, Sanchez would have blocked it. But the fact, the fact is... Laka sliced the ball, it's gone wide, but Sanchez has still come smashing through him. And, you know, at the end of the day, that is a penalty. He's taken him down in the penalty box. Mm. Regardless of the shot already being away and already gone wide, he's committed a foul inside the penalty box. And if the ch- it doesn't matter if the chance is gone. So that's that's where I stand. I think it is a pen. It's a, it is an unlucky one because I think if Lacazette connected with a good shot, I think it would have been a great block. Mm. I don't think he would have got to the ball in time because the angle he's hit Lacazette. If Lacazette hits the ball clean, it goes on target, and he's still going to clatter have... into him. He's still going to clatter into him no matter what because he's shooting with his left foot. He kicks him out on the right hand side. There's no way he makes any contact with the ball. He's always going to take him out. But you think the ball is yeah. going to come back across Sanchez. So I think there's a chance he's going to get a touch to it. No, because he gets him from behind. No, no, he comes in from like a behind, but sideways. Sort of diagonal. Come... Yeah. If, yeah I... if he came in from behind, he's probably seeing a red. If that's the case, then he would have caught his left foot because that's the foot he's shooting with, but he catches his right-hand side. There's no way he's catching any of the ball. The, the Spurs fans and pundits argue that Lacazette kicks... Sanchez. Um, it's, 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 Who is moving yeah. faster? Sanchez. Sanchez goes into Lacazette. Yeah. I don't know what the rules are about when you've sort of committed your shot. I mean, it was a it was a wild swing from Lacazette. He, I think he just skimmed the ball, didn't he? Um, it did seem a foul, though. I think. Um, I think the one thing that Tottenham fans seem to agree on is that, I mean, obviously they don't think it was a penalty, but 
they do sort of agree that Sanchez went in quite rashly, didn't he? And he's maybe left the the ref with a decision to make. If he hadn't gone in quite as strong, um, you know, maybe the ref wouldn't have given it. Um, and if that's the case, then I don't know if VAR would have overturned it and given it. But I think with the with the strength he's gone in, that's why it was given. Um, the penalty was tense, wasn't it? How how are you feeling? Oh, I, just, I, I just had a feeling that it's not going to go in. I, I don't, and to be fair, it wasn't that far off the post. Like that was, was uh, no, it, it was a go. That was, was a very beautiful good, pen. Yeah, it was I, a very good pen. That's what I mean. It was like you yeah. were playing that close to the edge. Well, six out of six now for Lacazette penalties. He's not missed one for Arsenal, um, which is good. There was a little bit of a, obviously he and Larice know each other pretty well. Um, has he taken one against Tottenham? I don't think he has. Um, I imagine in the French national team, they've probably taken them against each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I meant, I meant for Tottenham. But yeah, yeah no, competitively, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, no, he said he said post-match he's taken, you know, loads against Hugo, so they know each other. Um, yeah, great finish. Um, I think... You know, we'll come on to Lamella next. What What do you think about Lamella? I was talking to a few friends and basically they were saying Lamella will make an appearance just for the shithousery of roughing Arsenal up. <laughs> and, you know, he served his purpose at a goal, but ultimately he just took it one too far. Um, yeah. You know, like Jamie said, he's kicked out at two players and he didn't even get a yellow. Uh, I think the first yellow was on Partey. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was on Partey. Coming yeah. in really strong from behind. And a second yellow for, you know, a raised arm to Tierney's face. And you can kind of see, does he look over his shoulder? He knows Tierney's there. Yeah, he does. I, I think, think it's deliberate. You know, Mourinho complained endlessly at the end of the game, as he does, and as we, you know, come to expect. Um, I think the red is a, is completely clear cut. I don't think there's any discussion about that. The the only, I mean, they they discussed it on match of the day whether the first one was a yellow on Partey. I think it I think it is because of how harsh he went in. But even if it isn't, like he played he. He'd had so many little jabs and shit tackles that he was already well overdue a yellow. So I don't know how much of an argument there is for him there. Um, it's a shame and, really, because I think it ruined the beauty of his goal. He's kind of tarnished it. Yeah, zero um, to zero. Yeah, um, yeah, and I mean that. The, I mean he's not whacked him in the face, but you know he has put his arm out to hold him off, which is fine. But there was just a little bit of intent in it, wasn't there? Mm. There was just a little yeah. bit of like, you know, get the fuck out of my way, sort of thing. As I say, he's not, he's not absolutely like elbowed him in the face. He's not, you know, it's not but actually... he know he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, and there was there was, as I say, it wasn't hugely violent, but there was aggression in it. Mm. And I think doing that on a yellow is very risky and. To be honest, I don't think you can have all Spurs fans can have any complaints because um, he, he, he he they will but he he walks <laughs> he walks the line for a long time in that game. You know, one of my close mates is a is a Spurs fan, unfortunately. He um he he said at half time he was like, "God, I love Lamella," and then he said, "But to be fair, I can see why other why other teams hate him, like other fans hate him." You know, <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's a dirty little player sometimes oh you can swear no. george we can just put the explicit thing on oh, so you know what's funny so after anyway. <laughs> after after that like last night we watched um uh river river plate and boca juniors which is the big argentinian rivalry right and obviously lamella's argentinian you could you could see where he gets it from, man. Those games are wild. Like they just fuck each other up. <laughs> Def, definitely putting the ex- explicit on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what about Kane? Yeah, how he didn't get a booking for yeah. uh, for taking out Ga- oh, uh, Gabriel yeah. as well, and they didn't even look at it. You know, what? I want to talk about Gabriel. Actually, I thought Gabriel had him for dinner. Um, and I think that is one thing that we saw 
Uh, well, we'll talk about Olympiacos in a bit, but it's clear that Gabriel has a, he's got a leap on him, isn't he? Mm -hmm. And there were quite a few times where the ball was lofted up where David Luiz would not beat Kane in the air, which is, you know, understandable. But Gabriel did. Gabriel won headers off uh, goal kicks against Kane, which is, I don't think Kane is very used to that. Um, and he was already very isolated. I think one of um, Spurs' best chances was, I can't remember the, the minute, but it was that Kane cross, wasn't it? Where Deli Ali was closest to it and he's, mm -hmm. just, he's just not got close enough. But literally, as, as soon as he was like opening his leg up to take the cross, I was just thinking, why is Kane out there? He's yeah. He shouldn't be the one, you know, for for Spurs' perspective, he shouldn't be the one taking the crosses. Like, just sort of shows how you know how in dis how much in disarray they were. Um, but yeah, after Lamella went off, I think that's where you can see a team that is in transition and a team that is. It was it's quite a young team actually. You look at the lineup. Aside from David Luiz, I think everyone was. 28, 27 and, and below. Um, I don't know, maybe Suarez. Suarez, 29. Suarez, 28, 29, yeah. Yeah. Um, but overall, a young team. Lacazette as well, I guess. Um, and that's what it just needed some game management, didn't it? Having mm -hmm. an extra man and being that. We then played how Spurs played the rest of the game, didn't we? Yeah. There was just seemed to be no real... Um, well, they didn't know what to do, really, did they? They didn't know if they should go and score the third and make it safe or defend. Uh, I think Lacazette at that point was just playing with completely tired legs. He yeah. just put in zero effort. Um, same with Partey. Same with Partey. I, did, I saw William do nothing other than that one bad pass. Mm. Uh, but again, like 90th minute, he's in the corner and you're thinking, right, he's going to hold it up here. And instead... You know, we've got a few players forward and he makes a shit pass and yeah. they break and you're like, oh, man. Yeah, literally, I saw him do nothing. I, as you said, Pepe, when he came on, he made absolutely no impact either. Mm. Um, yeah, I just think, actually, by, by that point, I'll take back that young team comment because there were some experienced players on by then. Is that the players? Is that the manager as well? I mean, he took a striker off and brought on a central defensive midfielder when you've got an extra player. I think that's a bit, that's quite negative. Yeah. And yeah. You, obviously you've got to hold on to the goal, but you can't just park the bus with, you know, 15 plus what ended up being five minutes of injury time yeah. to 20 minutes. You can't park the bus for that long. And, you know, we invited the pressure on. Um, Kane hit the, the post with a free kick. It wasn't an amazing free kick, but he caught Leno out. Um, obviously the, a great the block. Went, Oh yeah, yeah, Gabriel. Again. Gabriel, he had a good game. Absolute actually. hero, Gabriel. Yeah. He's had phenomenal a good, game. Good week, good week actually. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Kane did score right, rightly ruled out for offside. Mm -hmm. But again, it was you know we're making needless fouls, um, and I think that's where the the game management thing keeps coming back to bite us, doesn't it? Um, it didn't cost us yesterday, but as as we know, it might cost us on Thursday. It might cost us on Sunday. It did against Burnley. It almost did, you know, in the last few Europa League games. Um, and they've got to figure that out, haven't they? Mm -hmm. It's. Yeah. I think. I think he was using his pride of keeping a banging out. Um, I think he could have brought him on instead of El Nenny. But like, mm. why are we playing like we've got 10 men against 10 men? They seemed like they had the extra player, not us. And that was yeah, very, yeah. very, very worrying, especially, as you said, with 20 minutes to go because of the extra yeah. five minutes. It was I was slightly worried. Um, but again, it's the uh, the don't score first in a North London derby curse. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually. Full, Spurs have dropped 42 points from winning positions against Arsenal in the Premier League. Mm. Which yeah, I believe I is it's... more than any other team against a specific opponent. Mm -hmm. And if Spurs would have beaten us, they would have had the exact same amount of wins in the Premier League as Arsene Wenger. I mean, we knew uh... that was not going to happen yesterday. <laughs> it was just the stars will not align in that way for has any this, football team. Has this been 
you know, we, we don't talk about Spurs all day, but has this been a bit of a false thorn for Spurs? Um, because, you know, they had a really poor run, which unfortunately we matched for a little bit recently. But when you actually look at who they've beaten, it was Fulham, wasn't it? With a goal that should have stood for Fulham. Mm-hmm. And then, was it Burnley and Palace, I think it was? Yeah. And then they've beaten Zagreb and somebody else in the Europa League. Like, they've not actually beaten anyone really that good, you know? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's they're not the team they should be. I think I I I despise Mourinho. I won't, I won't, <laughs> won't keep yeah. any secret of that. But um, I I think he let them down badly yesterday. Um, but you know, screw him. We won. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I read I read an article. Uh, after the game and it said it said it is clearly still an Arsenal team in transition and I think I fully agree with that but it does also feel like it's heading in the right direction doesn't it yeah um and Arteta has now beaten every big six manager and Mm -hmm. some out there um and you know, and again, it's like you said. There's so much youth and talent in that team playing alongside the experience. So we've got a lot to look forward to, and players coming through. Like I think we're still yet to see the best of Saka. He's, you know, he's only 19. Mm-hmm. Smithrow again, only what 20. 20. Yeah. Um, Smithrow and- also the first player to get four, uh, create four chances against Spurs since Cesc Fabregas. So mm. there you go. Was, he just was shows. very good. Yeah. Yeah, the talent that we're, we're handling right now. And yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely a team in transition. You know, you, you can't make no joke about that. If we're not in transition, then we're admitting we're a mid-team table. Uh, mid-table team, sorry. Um, and... Well, I think, I think at the moment you can see how we're not quite a Champions League team yet. But yeah. you can see how we could be as well, you know. Um, and I think, I think uh, Arteta's two main signings in the summer, I think, have been good. As much as Partey's not been fit enough, I thought, I thought for the most part he was actually very good yesterday. I'm still not convinced. I'm still no. Not convinced I think he, he won the ball quite a lot, and he he did have some really solid moves. Um, his long shots need to just stop. But <laughs> no, I thought he was good. I thought Gabriel Gabriel's had a great week. Um, and the, the, to be fair, uh, I think Odegaard's doing all right as well. He's obviously on loan, but I think he's, he's doing starting all right. to He's starting to come into that team now. He's getting a regular run of games and you can see him improving with each, go- each game. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. goals in two. Um, I think he's registered an assist as well and he looks he looks lively he looks up for it doesn't he yeah he's putting a shift in he does put a shift in uh that was you know exactly what i was gonna say he's running ragged around that pitch he presses really well as well um and he he finds himself in some really good positions yeah um you know but whether we're gonna keep him i don't know that's obviously that's in madrid's core i think Given the opportunity, I reckon Arsenal would sign him permanently. Um, yeah, I think it's, so. It's down to Zidane. You know, what are his plans for the summer? Is he going to want, like, if he wants to go out and get Mbappe, I think he's going to have mm-hmm. to sell players like Erdegaard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It comes down to his price as well. Yeah, mm. I think Erdegaard will probably range in the 30 to 40. I mean, if Danny's going to be 20, I can imagine. Yeah, but I think Danny is going in. Yeah, I don't want that. No, I think we're going to move on to that in a second, obviously. Yeah. Um, Um, Well, yeah. All right. So, any final thoughts on the the Spurs game? I mean, other than hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, North London is red, but we knew that anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Very pleasing. It was a good result. And I do, as I said last week, um, I didn't mind if we lost, but 
my God, it was great to beat them. Yeah, I, I think that, that's a good thing to bring up, actually. Like last week, obviously, we wanted the emphasis on the Europa game and we wanted to come away strong in that. We've got three away goals in that Europa game and we uh, had Spurs come to the Emirates with a 2-1 win. So it's a fantastic week for Arsenal and we've not had many of them this season. So just, just keep building, keep building. And obviously we go again with Olympiacos. Yeah, and it's, I mean, again, it's been a good week, isn't it, for Arsenal? Obviously, two weeks ago, we had the um, technically home win, wasn't it, against Benfica, and then beat yeah. Leicester on the Sunday. Um, but Burnley was a shame. A good performance, but a shame to not win. But And then another good week now, obviously, Olympiacos away. Um, let's talk about that. Jamie, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Again, another great game. Um, when we were going into the game, that was the 11th time we played Olympiacos mm. in what, well, in our history. But um, it was five wins, five losses. So it was quite a concerning uh, stat to go into the game. But we really did hit them at the, um, on the front foot. And I, that's what I said we needed to do. I think, um, as George said in about the Spurs game, Odegaard missed an easy chance on the third minute, but what he scored in the Spurs game. But when he had the opportunity in the, um, in the Olympiacos game, he shot it wide. Then a bang Yang had a great chance. If there wasn't a deflection, the goalkeeper wouldn't have made a great save. What did you make of the, uh, the Odegaard goal? Again, as I said, no tappy tappy hit the ball, just hit the ball. That's all you need to do. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because you've got to say the keeper should be clearing that. Yeah, the keeper should be saving yeah. it. But, but he don't put take enough... away. He fucking uh, put his yeah, I, that. That's what I thought initially. I thought the keeper should have saved it. But when you look at it in the slow-mo, like even in the slow-mo, it's so fast. He's absolutely walloped it. And it, and it, and it is it? moving, which is why his hands, the keeper's hand, sort of like comes across the top of his head, doesn't it? But if he goes um, with two two hands, he saves it. He goes with one limp hand, like like when um, Fabianski used to play for us. He goes with one limp hand, and it just slaps off his wrist and goes in. I feel like he definitely could have saved it, but at the same time. I don't think it's fair to say it's like a major goalkeeping error. No, um, because as I say, it is a it is a fucking lethal shot, isn't it? Um, but it's not top corner either. Um, and then yeah, big moment. Leno again. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what what have you got on that? Oh, he, he just. I think I tweeted it yesterday before the Spurs game, just a reminder to Leno, you are not to play out from the back. Well, he did. He did hoof it a few times yesterday. Yeah, I think. I I mean, they all went out for throw-ins pretty much. But I'd I'd rather it go out for a throw-in. Yeah, I was sitting there. I was sitting there. I was like, you've got Kane in front of you. You've got Bale, Son. Sorry, not Son. um, Lucas, who was actually Well, you did have Son for 15 minutes, you know. Um, but there was no messing about. If it, if there was nothing on, he hoofed it, and I didn't fucking care where it went as long as it was far yeah. away. Um, but Thursday, but- that wasn't the case. And, I mean, he was criticised for the Burnley one, rightly so. Um, I think Ceballos does deserve some blame, but I think this time it is probably more on Leno as opposed to 50-50. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Or Yeah, it's... Um, it's more Leno this time because Ceballos has been impressed not by one but two players. He wasn't it, on. Yeah, he 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 was not a player that could have done much. Or Ceballos and Ceballos really should have laid it back to Leno to then hoof it clear. Mm. Um, but instead, Ceballos, you know, the ballerina that he is, tries to spin his way out of it, and he just so lost the ball. He was closed down too quickly. Um, yeah. And it it was just a disappointing, disappointing thing to see because that is the second error that Sabios has been involved in in the Europa League. Um, yeah, two uh, and two, two and two for him, and two and two for Leno. Mm. Wasn't he at fault for both goals in 
the well yeah but the europa one was the first one was giving away a free kick it's, it's not yeah, quite as bad as actually putting a yeah, man through on goal um like that was his fault but uh, you know as we discussed before that that was an incredible free kick as well um yeah i think as much as it's on the player to show that they're available as the keeper, you can see far more about their position than the, the player can, especially when they are facing you and they're back. You know, they have the rest of the players behind them. They can't see everything. I think that's where you as the keeper, even if someone calls, I don't know if he did call for it or not, but let's say he does. The keeper's got to look at him and say, no, he's got two, three men around him. That's not a good option. Um, and he didn't. I also thought Leno was a bit slow getting back into position because the mm-hmm. fi- the finish yeah. wasn't amazing. It wasn't an amazing finish. It's like he was sort of like, ah, oh, shit, I've missed the ball up. And then, ah, oh, shit, he shot. Like It's just, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, it, the shot was down the middle. It wasn't in the corner. It wasn't so it, a great it finish. No, out of position he was. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, and I think, do, do you think Sabios is playing worse because he's really not getting a lot of game time anymore? I think mm. Arteta has made his decision. Yeah. He's going back, and I think he's focusing on the players that will remain. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But when you come on, you need to be fully focused, and it just seems like every time he comes on now, he's... A- likely to make a fucking mistake and it's quite frustrating as a fan well he's had a few few bad games now isn't he and that's I mean was it which game did he get pulled off was that the first Benfica game straight after the second goal was it the second yeah 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 I think so second one second one second one second one because he got pulled off straight after didn't he yeah I mean that's I mean it was the right call but it is you know Confidence-wise, it's a it's a blow, and then he's obviously come on, and there's been another another mistake, which, as I say, is largely Leno, but still down to him too. Um, and he's not played in the I I don't know when he last played in the league. It's not recent though, is it? No. So I think his confidence will be very low. Um, and on top of that, if uh, Arteta's made his mind up about him, which he does seem to do about players, then. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much sort of game time he's going to get now going forward. Um, this is what Rotational at best, I think, now, you know. I just think to rest the big players and we're playing a, a lower table team, admittedly, you know, there's only nine teams below us. Um, well, ten. 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 Good maths. Yeah. <laughs> nine, because we are tenth. 11, yes. 13, 14, oh, my God. 15, oh, are you doing the maths? Nine. Oh yeah, there's ten. What's, <laughs> what's what's twenty minus ten, George? No, no, no. Never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll skip past that one. Um, but yeah. Oh god. Wow. Um, <laughs> completely forgot what my point is now. Yeah, I just think he's going to be used in a rotational capacity at best now. For Madrid to slap a twenty twenty five mil price tag on him, I mm. think they're really pushing their luck with that one. Add a decimal is, point and you might have a sale, but... Is it just a case, though, where it would be nice to have one CDM that can be a bit creative? Well, we have... CDM, though, is he? That's, I think yeah. that's where the downfall oh, yeah. is. Yeah, that's true. That's we true. have got the Egyptian Perlo, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he scores a... Well, we'll come on to the Elneny girl. Let's, let's move on for Sabayos. I yeah. mean, unfortunately, on the errors... That isn't where it stops because before that, David Luiz made an absolute howler, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, very lucky not to be punished for that. I I don't know what he's thinking, but that was that was a huge mess up. Um, strikers put it wide in the end, but keeps happening, doesn't it? And again, it's around the half time spot. Mm. It's the exact same thing I said last week. I don't know what it is with our players. They see half times coming up and they're just like, oh, okay, cool. That's cool. We need it's... to turn the clocks off in the stadium. Yeah. No. But have we seen errors like that from players like Gabriel and Partey and you know, not Mari. leading to goals? Um, like I think Gabriel I, I noticed 
especially early early on and obviously when he first came back from COVID, he wasn't as sharp as we'd like him to be. But I think early on, you can maybe put that down to adjusting to the Premier League. Like you've just come from League One, is in Paris. Um, yeah. um, pretty much um, the Paris League, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you're adjusting to a very physical league here in England. And obviously coming back from COVID, you know, he... Let's be honest, he suffered long COVID symptoms. I think mm-hmm. he was out for a long time. But he hasn't made any glaring errors that I can record that have led to goals. No. I mean, on this occasion, you know, the David Luis one didn't, but obviously he's given away penalties. He's given us red cards that have ultimately led to goals. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, I can't think of any glaring errors from Mari recently. The only major one I can think from holding was the the city jump, um, yeah. which again that wasn't giving them the ball, you know, on the goal line either. Um, and yet he's been dropped. We haven't seen him since. Um, Is he still suffering from that concussion? No, he's not. He's back in the team. Uh, he yeah. was back in. He was back in the team the next game. In the end, everyone at Arsenal for the first time in. God knows oh yeah, that. you're right. Yeah, Everyone's no injuries. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like he made one mistake. I mean, it's not one mistake. He's made other mistakes, but one huge mistake, and he's not come back in. And Louise continues to make major mistakes, and there he is. Do you reckon he's been aside from that glaring error at Benfica? It was, or was it no, Olympiakos? Um, he has, on the whole, played really well. I think. Luis, yeah, especially I think for a David Luis. I don't know. He had a, he had a wild moment against Burnley, you know, with their their major chance where I think it was Bar- was it Barnes or Wood that was through on goal. Um, they had someone coming out to the wing. He's the last man. They've got a striker running through the middle, and he just charged out to the winger. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and again, if that if that had been a goal, we all would have been saying, "Buddy, hell, David Luis, what was he doing?" But yeah, the, the fact is, he's been let off a few times um, and he hasn't got quite as much criticism. I think, I just think there's, we've had a few players throughout the years that have been, uh, you know, criticised for making regular errors. And, you know, Mustafi is a big one for that. Kalasinach, Socrates. But I, you know, I fully see David Luiz and Jacka as two players that are like that as well. Um mm-hmm. And the, but they don't. I don't think they get as much punishment as other players do. Would you agree with that? No, I would. I think what you're yeah. trying to say is if David Louise and Leno can arrive together in a car, but be about five minutes late, we might have more chances of less errors. <laughs> so yeah, we we make sure yeah, they yeah. get they get on the same Uber, and there's a lot of traffic. <laughs> But um, I know we've been slagging off Bellerin lately, but he had a really good block in that game when it was still one all. Uh, he made an impressive block, mm. what would have actually put us two one down, because they were all over us at that point. Yeah, yeah well, we did, let them did turn the game on its head. Well, that's what happens when you when you give them a goal like that. You know, the the momentum shifts. We hung in there. Um, We've got to talk about the Gabriel goal, though. Incredible wow. header. What wow. a header. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's questions as to whether Willian was even aiming for him, but what a leap, first of all. It's, that was a proper, like, Ronaldo rise, wasn't it? Was, yes, yeah. SpaceX um, launch, that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and just a tremendous header. He, he couldn't have hit that any better, could he? No, you think the angle it was coming from as well. He's heading away from his body. He doesn't. Sorry, he was jumping into it like kind of away from the goal. Yeah, quite an, an acute angle, and yeah, just the power he got on that header. I mean, obviously VAR had to look at it because he killed a man. Yeah, literally. He, you know, <laughs> I think oh, he's that guy still doesn't know which way is up, but um. Yeah, that all, all the goals were phenomenal, but that Gabriel header just top corner as yeah. well, like for, over for... everyone. Even Alba was just, you know, that I think that ball was for Alba, but Gabriel's yeah. like, not yeah. today, son. I'm having this one. 
for me, that was the goal of the game. Yeah. As good as Erdegaard's was. Um, and that's before you even consider the importance of that goal. Um, but yeah, that's just just massive. And then, obviously, on any a few minutes later, I knew he was going to whack it. I yeah. don't know if it's because yeah. of, of the Barcelona game a few years ago, but he, he loves a, a long goal in Europe, doesn't he? But you also saw the kind of the defense open up a bit and there was a big gap in the middle. Yeah. And he struck that so sweet as well. And I think the keeper did get a touch onto it, but pushed pushed it to the bar and in. Um, So it's unlucky not to save that, but still can't take away from an amazing shot. Yeah. And and this is it. Like, you know, it's El El Nene has has more of an impact than Ceballos. Like, Ceballos Hmm. has not scored... Oh, has he scored this season? I think he's got one. Has he? I don't know. Maybe. But again, you know, El Nene, very much a rotational player for us. Um, has been yeah. deli- delivers the goods when we when we do need it. You know, like that was that's an important third away goal. I think yeah. we need to kind of implode on Thursday for Olympiacos to turn this around. Well. I mean, let's, let's it happened rule, last let's, year. Let's not rule that out. Um, yeah, I think we're a bit further clear though this time. Um, I think the three away goals is huge though, because um, I mean, even one one all wouldn't have been a bad result. But you just don't feel confident about us keeping a clean sheet, particularly in Europe at the moment, do you? So, I think the three goals are important. Let's let's do a little preview for for Thursday. Um, what do you think needs to be the setup? Who do we need to play and what tactics uh, are we going for? With it being quite comfortable, I do want to see Martinelli. Mm-hmm. We've not we've not seen anything from him for, what, five weeks now? Mm. Um, and you've got to think, like, everyone knows what a top talent he is. He wants to be at Arsenal, but if he's just going to sit at home, how long is he going to want to stay here? Um. You rewarded him with a bumper contract. That, like, what is he on? 17, 90 grand now? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we with yeah, with us having three away goals and a two-goal lead overall, I'd like to see some rotation. I'd like to see some players brought back into the fold a bit more. Martinelli, I think maybe Matt Ryan, let him have a game. Um I don't think you want to rotate too much. It's not a it's not a done deal. No, not no. five nil up. Um, you know, it's 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 a good position. It's not a an amazing position. Um, I, yeah, I think it, I think I'm not the, saying you know bring in the the under 18s and say Aziz or something, but some players that I think do need a bit more game time than they're getting this season. You know, because we kind of crashed out of the FA Cup relatively early for us. Um, so we're mm. not offering players any game time there. I think Martinelli's one. I'd like to say Nelson, but let's be honest, he's probably not going to play again this season. Mm. Um, would you give another chance to Ceballos? Or even El Nenny starting? Mm. Uh, yeah, Maybe I could... Give, give I Partey could, a rest? I could see one of Partey or Jacka being rested. Um and maybe Saka as well. I don't know I, how much you'll change at the back. I think Alba will change. come back in for this one. Yeah, just because he hasn't played. Um, although, again, another another big game at the weekend, West Ham. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he should go with Gabriel. I think, well, Tierney has to play, doesn't he? Because um, we don't really have anyone else at left back. Bayer in a comeback in. I'd like to see Holding go back at uh, right CB. And then, yeah, may- maybe it will be Jack Earl Nenny. Um, but I do, I do think up front is where he can maybe look at, yeah, maybe Pepe. I- I'm not sure he, I'm not sure what's going on with Martinelli. Uh, he doesn't seem to be really in the running. Um, yeah. It'd be nice to see him play. I don't believe he will, though. No, I think um, Williams run of form has kind of frozen Martinelli out a bit. Mm-hmm. Willian's old, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know. Yeah. You, you want Martinelli to be learning from him, not replaced by him. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, what's your prediction then, George? Thursday scoreline. Uh, we're at home. I think I'm gonna be bold and say we will keep a clean sheet. Okay. And I think we we've scored the most goals in Europa this this season. Is um, that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 27 goals wow. more than any other team. I think we could see something like three 0 I'm going to say a brace from Alba and uh, Erdegaard or Smith Rowe, depending on who starts. I don't think both will. I think no. one, perhaps Erdegaard might get a rest this time. I don't think you, yeah, I don't think you need to risk all your attackers in that position. Mm. Um, I think Saka will definitely get a rest if he's got, you know, even a bit of a niggle. Yeah, um, and then actually, actually saying that, I think if Saka's rested, I think Pepe, I think Pepe might cut in on the inside and get a goal. I'm going to say three 0 two from Alba, one from Pepe. Okay, Jamie, uh, I'm going to say three one. Uh, mm. I think the most important thing is to make sure we score first. If they score first, we will start shitting it because um, again, the stats for our comparison is this will be our twelfth game. We've won six. They one five so hmm. if you carry on that stat and that record they should win this game um but yeah i think three one um i can't see that much rotation a little bit maybe uh i'll probably see holding come back into the team yeah uh, i think he should as well i think we'd play william on the left uh a bang yang up front and pepe on the right and probably give um smith Rowe the false 10 or number 10 whatever role that is nowadays the uh, the camera roll. yeah and then uh probably would see danny start and then be pulled off for playing shit around the 40th minute mark because he gives away the ball but yeah, yeah um as long as we score the first goal if they score the first goal i'm slightly worried because mm. uh 1996 was the last or 995 was the last time we didn't play european football so for us to go out of europe and in the position we are at the moment uh, no Europe. That's scary. it. Would I mean, be. A, it to would be honest. Be, yeah. I think we need to start coming to terms with that being a strong possibility. It is a strong possibility. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah. And um, I think financially that will absolutely fuck us, and we might have to sell players like um, Martinelli to to actually bring in players because mm. at that point, does Arteta try to build a team he wants rather than the team that he's got? You can already see him setting that into stone and the way he plays and the way he treats the players. So without Europe, it, does he have to... Because let's face it, Stan's not going to give us money. He cares more about his NFL teams than he gives a yeah. shit about us. I don't think Martinelli or any of the youngsters will go. I think it'll have to be a bloody good offer for us to part with the future generation. But mm. I think we're going to see a lot of key names. I think Lacazette, and Bellerin will go this summer. Yeah, but if you have mm. to get rid of one young player that's not getting into a team, Martinelli's going to go, well, if someone wants me, I'm going to go. No. Because well, I, yeah, I can't see Saka. Like, like I said, it has to be a good offer. I think Martinelli is very much part of the future. Um, and if we're talking young players to go, especially if probably to be signed by a Premier League team, that, that, let's not forget, like a lot of top European teams are skint. Mm, that's um, true. So I think that... It's, a young one to go. If a young player was to go, I think it'd be someone like Nelson or yeah. Willock. Or... Well, there's there's still a lot of as much as he's cleaned out a lot of players. You've still got Enketia needs resolving. Mm-hmm. Nelson, Willock, Maitland-Niles, Kalasenac is still an Arsenal player. Yeah. Um, Genduzi and Torreira and Mavroponos. Um, you've got eight players there that are getting nowhere near the first team. Yeah. Um, some of them are going to have to go. So we'll, think, you know, we'll see what happens with that. I think I saw something recently where Gwen Doozy has pretty much been confirmed that he will not be part of Arsenal's future. And it's such a shame. I really liked him. Um, but I think they're saying he will go for somewhere in the 20, 25 mil region. Yeah. That'll still be a huge profit as well. Yeah. They will. How much are we buying for? Like four, three million. Yeah. Six million, maybe. But yeah, I think this. 
it's a worrying um, prospect of not being in Europe. But, you know, we didn't expect to beat Spurs and we're six points off of sixth place. Mm-hmm. Um, big game against West Ham, obviously, they're madly fighting for top four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly. Um, they have lost two and five, though, now. Disappointing result yesterday. Yeah, um, it was un- unlucky own goal. Yeah, um, it's a shame that we won yesterday and went nowhere in the table, isn't it? That's, that's annoying. <laughs> but yeah, that's just it. It just, you know, it's, we say our big three points, obviously, every big three points. Um, but we're still in 10th and we're still, yeah. the thing is, the table's a lot clearer now. Like there's not, say, two or three games in hand over, over other teams. Um, yeah. Well, if Liverpool, Villa have dropped a lot of points. Yeah. If Liverpool lose tonight to Wolves, then uh, we can actually jump over Liverpool if we win against West Ham because that will be our game in hand over Liverpool. Yeah, I think for top six, though, I think we need to we'd need to go on a real run. I think you're talking, you know, probably win seven of the last ten. Um, but I mean, having said that, a lot of the fixtures are good. Mm-hmm. You've got to play a lot of the bottom teams. It's just West Ham away. Chelsea is away, I think, and Liverpool home, yeah, and I mean, Everton at home, and I think that's the tough ones. Yeah, probably got to win two of those realistically, at least, if not three. Um, we've got yeah, it's it's very very mixed bag. Um, obviously, who knows what will happen in the Liverpool game? Will mm. their implosion continue? Um, I think. Chelsea are finding a run of form under the new manager. Um, Un- unbeaten under two yeah, in the yeah. league, aren't they? Yeah. Um, obviously, Everton got a lot of talent that can hurt us. You know, Rodriguez, Calvert-Lewin, Richarlison. Um, but again, I don't think their form is, is Yeah, their great. form is dropping yeah, off. That's what I mean. It could go either way. It's such a mixed bag. And Hammers hasn't played in ages either. Mm. But, yeah, true, true. Yeah. But, uh, but then other teams, Palace, Brighton, West Brom, Sheffield. I'm more them. worried about the teams at the bottom that are fighting for it because they've got so much to go for than I am about teams like Chelsea and Liverpool at the moment. What I don't like is obviously our game at Brighton was such a key point in the season last year and it's the final game of the season this year. <laughs> could we... You know, could we need a win and we're two points behind to get into Europe and more pay with more shit. I think, yeah, but I think, I think Brighton will be safe by then. I think the, their problem has been scoring goals, but I think the quality of football they've played Mm. has shown enough to stay up. And as much, I don't know. I know Fulham are going sort of on a bit of a run. Um, Newcastle are dire. West, West Brom and Sheffield have gone. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, I think our season will be, our league campaign will be fully decided by the after the Liverpool game because two big teams in front of us we play in consecutive weeks. Mm-hmm. West Ham, Liverpool. If we, say, for example, lose both of them, it's over. I think if we even yeah. take two draws, it's over. No, I think the European spots, are, it, it would take a a real killer run, you know, as we said, I, I think winning seven out of 10, the last, uh, the last 10 games. Um, and even then you're still going to need other teams to drop points. Although admittedly they to, are to, to win seven, yeah. you would have to take points off those teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think that will cover it for this podcast. Anything else we want to talk about? Uh, you didn't say what you think the uh, result will be, mate. I think it will be a five-all draw. No. <laughs> I, I actually think it might be a draw. Um, I think we might not be too aggressive. I think, yeah, I think it could be tense. Um, I'm going to go one-all draw with some rotation, um, which I think we'd take, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but I, I, I don't see us going out. I think that would be... Even for a team that's as capable as Implosion as we are, I think that is 
touch wood too far. We're, we're asking a lot from Leno and Louise and Shaka. <laughs> I think we're asking for all of them to implode simultaneously. <laughs> uh, one wow. question I have for any of our listeners. Uh, I've noticed, well, I think everyone's noticed this. At halftime, we play a lot of wrestling theme tunes at the Emirates. They right. uh, In the uh, last game against Spurs, uh, Sami Zayn's theme tune played. So if any of our listeners know who the hell's choice is to keep on playing wrestling theme tunes, please let <laughs> us know. I actually really want to know. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this podcast. Thanks to everyone for listening. Remember to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Gunner underscore chat. Uh, we will be back. We'll move back Sunday for the last one probably before the international break so yep. we'll discuss olympiakos at home and west ham's away isn't it yes yes away? yeah yeah so have a great week and we will speak to you then